0: Money FM 89.3, best of prime time.
1: You're listening to prime time on Money FM 89.3. I'm Rachel Kelly with Shazad Haq. Now it's time for Tech Talk, and to get us up to speed on all the latest gadget news and trends, we're joined by Cheryl Tan, tech journalist at Tech360 TV. Cheryl, thanks for joining us today. Hey guys, thanks for having me. So, Cheryl, from Metaverse Focus products to new phone reviews, let's start with the REC keyboard. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. I'm not a gamer, but gamers will definitely be interested in this. It's a new product that's actually the brainchild of three NUS entrepreneurs, I believe. Can you tell us more? Yeah, for sure. So, it's actually two products kind of much
0: into one. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, basically, you have the REC tectonic keyboard and the tectonic pad. And what's really interesting is the tectonic pad, because it's a pretty innovative take uh, on switching up the traditional computer gaming experience. It's essentially a force-sensitive pad that you rest your palm on, and it acts like a joystick that controls your movement in games. So think of it like the joystick on your controller for your Xbox or your PlayStation, except bigger and controlled with your palm. Hmm.
1: So it's kind of like a pad, like a mouse pad that you would move your hand around? How does it work?
0: Yeah, so think of it like a traditional trackpad, except it's not a trackpad. So you basically press your palm down and you move your palm like left, right, up, down to control your character in games.
1: How is this different, though, from current keyboards on the market for gamers?
0: Mm -hmm. So traditionally, games are played with, you know, the WASD keys serving as the controls for movement. But now with the tectonic pad, gamers can actually use their palm to control movement of either the camera or the character, which means that your fingers are freed up from the movement keys. And, you know, in popular mobile games like Delta 2 or League of Legends, the camera can be panned using the pad, which means your mouse is, you know, <coughs> can be used for just executing commands. So it's definitely more efficient that way.
2: Well, we know it's in the uh, Kickstarter funding phase uh, right now, Cheryl. And How much have they raised so far? What's next?
0: Yeah, so their Kickstarter project has actually raised thirty-four thousand, and the company itself has raised, uh, I think, around three hundred thousand in funding, so well above their fundraising goal. What's next? Well, after the Kickstarter project, we'll definitely be looking at this going, you know, out for mass production. So I won't call it a game changer just yet, but mm-hmm. it's definitely something to keep an eye out for in the future.
1: Mm, so perhaps those that play games like Dota 2 and League of Legends? I sound like I know what I'm talking about when it comes to games. (laughs) They might be interested in something like this, is that right? For sure, and and other uh, first-person shooter games as well. Great. Okay, we're speaking with Cheryl Tan, Tech Journalist at Tech360 TV. Cheryl, we've been talking a lot about the metaverse and getting there eventually, but what will we need? What kind of equipment will we need to get there? Perhaps an AR headset?
0: Yeah, so the one thing that you need for the metaverse is essentially an augmented reality or virtual reality headset uh, or something that kind of overlays a layer over the actual world. And companies are racing to put their own devices out there.
1: So who's leading the race?
0: Uh, I wouldn't say anybody's leading the race right now because a lot of products are still in development. But a company to watch is definitely Apple with their rumored AR and VR
1: headsets supposed to be coming in the next few years. What about Um, Google? Are they back in the game? Yeah, that's right.
0: So Google's actually back with another crack at the market after their initial Google Glass attempt. There's a rumor that a device codenamed Project Iris is in the works, but it's being kept very, very hush-hush.
2: Uh, what about Tencent? Because they're also looking to get into this space, aren't they? Eyeing a slice of the pie, is that right?
0: That's right. So the Chinese company is actually in talks to acquire Black Shark, which is a Xiaomi subsidiary that's currently making gaming smartphones. So the plan is actually to let Black Shark transition into making the hardware, while Tencent provides the software to go along with it.
1: Who else is in the Who else is in, in at a play here? You've mentioned Apple, Google, Tencent. Anybody Apple, else?
0: Google, uh, I believe. Xiaomi has also released their upcoming um, sort of concept for for smart glasses, and Oppo also has one. So definitely, a lot of brands are looking to expand in this space.
2: What's the timeline here then?
0: Well, there's no real timeline set in stone because. Again, it really depends on how fast companies come up with both the hardware and the software, but we can definitely expect to hear more and more about these headsets and the metaverse
1: over the course of this year and 2023. Especially since people are snapping up property and all kinds, you want an AR headset to perhaps experience that, right? I mean, what other tech can we expect to come out to help people navigate the metaverse world?
0: Oh, that's, that's a really interesting question. I would say that there it would be cool if there's some sort of movement control, because right now you're just, you know, basically moving around with again the WASD keys on your keyboard and stuff like this. But imagine if you could actually have a full rig set up at home, you know, where you can actually walk or crouch or jump and stuff like that. It would really be super immersive.
2: I can hear how excited you're getting about <laughs> that show. Um, but let's yeah, let's talk about something that's uh, probably a little bit more current and tangible for a lot of people. Uh, February now, we all know that means uh, Samsung's new galaxy s22 series is around the corner that's with an official unpacked event on 9th of november that's about 11 p.m singapore time uh that also means there are plenty of leaks going around and uh, people who missed the note series will definitely be glad to hear that leaked marketing materials show that the s22 ultra will come with a slot to store the s pen stylus what are some of the other features
0: yeah, so there are rumors that, you know, the S twenty two Ultra, which is the flagship of the line, will also have a five thousand milliamp hour battery, improved charging speed, and even possibly one terabyte of storage. Hmm. We could also see the new yeah, we could also see the new Snapdragon eight Gen One processor in the phones, which will be really cool because there aren't many phones with this new chip for sale yet. But it is rather unlikely because the Galaxy S series phones in Singapore typically come with Samsung's own Exynos chip. That being said, Samsung did opt to put Snapdragon processors into their folding phones, so we might see the same thing happen here.
1: What does this mean for users?
0: Not much, really, because in the previous generation, the performance and, and such were really quite neck and neck. So, again, we'll have to wait until you know the benchmarks actually come in, but hopefully this year, you, know, you won't really see much of a difference between the Exynos and the Snapdragon.
1: What kind of price tag might be attached to these new offerings?
0: It doesn't seem like the phones will be affordable, really, unfortunately. The base F22 version has been rumoured to start at around 1200 Singapore dollars, and the ultra version is around 1700 Singapore dollars, apparently. And that price will only increase for models with higher storage.
1: Hmm. So Cheryl, what else are you going to be looking out for in the week ahead? Any other launches? Uh, as Shazad mentioned, we've got that official Unpacked event for Samsung on the 9th of February. Anything else that you're going to be looking out for?
0: Not right now at the moment, actually, these big launches typically don't really have a lot of other small launches around because nobody wants, you know, their airtime to be to, to have to be shared with these with bigger brands. So, yeah.
1: Okay. Well, Cheryl, thank you so much for taking the time to speak with us today and for unpacking all of those tech updates and helping me to sound a little bit more hip when it comes to some of these <laughs> gaming, <laughs> gaming lingo. Yep. Thanks, Cheryl. No problem. Thanks, guys. Thanks. We've been speaking with Cheryl Tan, tech journalist at Tech at 360 TV. You're listening to MoneyFM 89.3. To listen to
0: more great interviews, download our podcasts at MoneyFM893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.